Hey, what's up? It's Sonia here with you on yet another episode of Men Explain. I'm honestly so excited to be kicking off today's episode because for the very first time ever, I'll be doing this with my partner in life. It is Jeremy. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Jeremy and I'm the lucky guy to be Sonia's partner. Thank Not you. the radio partner though. Yeah, I know. The real partner. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, I paid him 20 bucks to say that. Anyway, um, today's topic is really interesting because I think, you know, between couples, we always have um, discussions like this. And on top of that, we've had some arguments over this as well. Mm-hmm. It's all about communication today. Hmm. So I'd say, you know, communication, it, it spans across a very wide perspective as well because it can be text messages, it can be the way we speak, yep. it can be the way we interact. Facial expressions. Yeah, facial expressions, text messages. Touch. Yeah, yep. yeah specifically, yep. I think for me, the text messages part, but we'll get into that later <laughs> on. <laughs> so um, maybe you can give our audience a quick introduction on how we met. Okay, so so we met on the YOLO cruise. Very millennial. You only live once. Uh, it's a singles cruise. We weren't there as singles. We were both there Working. for work. I was helping out a friend. I had no idea who she was. I happened to see her on, on the ship and I thought, you know, she's a pretty cool girl. Started chatting her up and the more I spoke with her, uh, the more I found her funny. cute, appealing, okay. funny, very funny. Make me laugh. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we basically kept in touch and uh, the rest is history. Can you believe it's been like three, three almost three, yeah, years three years since we met, yeah. right? Almost three years. So That's fast. Crazy. I know, so fast. Time flies, really. So today, obviously, along the way, we're going to be um, unpacking certain stereotypes as well. Communication between men and women at the same time. So I think we're going to start off with this, okay? Our producer has given us a set of true or false answers to okay. respond to. Okay? All right. So this is just to get the ball rolling so that okay. we can get Ready? deeper into it later on. <laughs> so I'm going to read out the questions okay. and then you're going to say true or false. I'm going to say true or false. Okay. okay? Be very careful with your answers. Okay. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> what? I mean, ask you a question. Okay. The first question is, women tend to be more emotional than men. True. True? You think so? Yeah, true. Okay, like, to some extent, I, I think true as yeah, well. Yeah. Not sure if it's just in our situation. Do you think I'm very emotional? I think you are rationally emotional. Rationally emotional? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you get emotional at reasonable and understandable situations. Okay. Not crazy. Okay. Yeah. That, that must be the Capricorn in me. FYI, both of us are Capricorns. We're, very practical. Yeah, very practical people. Okay, next question is, men talk for the purpose of relaying information, which is very report style, yep. whereas women sometimes talk to form a connection, which is rapport style. Very true. True, right? Yeah, I think so too. Super true. <laughs> I think so too. So when I want to communicate something, I get straight to the point. Yeah. And I think we'll get to that later, uh, mm. especially on text messages. Yeah, we right? will, yeah. But when you tell me a story, sometimes <laughs> it just digresses into one story to the next. What do you... So I, I lose the plot, is it? You lose the plot all the time. I, I lose gotta, the plot. I gotta like get you back. No. Yes. I lose the plot all the time in a conversation. See, you're losing the plot right now. Okay. So you say true. True, true, true. Okay, I think it's true as well. Because yeah. sometimes when Jeremy responds to my text messages or he wants to get to the point, yeah. it's so curt that I think he's angry, which we'll get to that later on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next question. Uh, this is kind of related to the second one. Okay. Men prefer to keep their texts short, simple, and to the point, whereas we women are prone to be more expressive. True? Yeah, true. 
True. True. Okay. But have you come across any girls who like also get straight to the point? Uh, Do I not get straight to the point? Do I go like, it was a beautiful uh, Sunday, yeah. blah, blah, blah. One story before I ask you the question. I think you tend to be a little more uh, wordy at times. Not when you're rushing, but most more often than not, I think women yes. in, in general yeah. will write a bit more. Will be more expressive. Yeah, with but, but this is What's your take on emojis? Does it break the, the tension? I, I like it because in one picture, it encapsulates the, the emotion immediately. Okay, next one. In times of arguments, men can and become uncommunicative so they can work out solutions on their own. Mm. Whereas women prefer to talk it out and they want to work their solutions out with not just you but other people as well. Mm. I think specifically for me that's very true. I tend to confide in like my best friends and people that I you know hold very close to my social circle and I want to just I keep talking it out over and over and oh, over again yeah, yeah. just to you know get through and every time we argue I'm not sure if you, you feel this but I'm like fix it now like solve it with yeah. me now like talk yeah. to me talk to me and you're just like stop talking to me right yeah I think that's true too for men at least for me sometimes I just want some quiet time and head space to yes. digest and also think through what has happened I do consult some of my guy friends from time to time but not often because I, know. I feel like maybe as the guy you are meant to deal with it oh, okay. uh, and not really seek help for it could be a sign of like weakness. Right. Uh, I think that's perception, but I do speak with friends. I ask them for advice, but generally I can see that it's very obvious for girls. Yeah. They will, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, among their best buddies, friends, they'll digress to talk about beats, shopping, you know, <laughs> latest. It means beats like to make jewelry, yeah. FYI. <laughs> Not what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But coming back. Yes, coming back. Yeah, yeah. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. I, I don't disagree actually because I can spend like half a day chatting with my best friends, mm-hmm. you know, my best girlfriends, my best gay friends as mm-hmm. well. And we can spend six hours chatting about the same problem mm. and then revisiting that same question again at the end of it all. Yep. Six hours. And then you, when he says, okay, I'm going to go, you know, um, chat with my buddies or hang out with them and, and get their advice on something. One hour later, he's like, oh, I'm home. Boom, done. I'm like, and what do you guys talk about? Where did you go? And sometimes How? In, in the one hour, yeah. the conversation is like the first 20 minutes. And then what happens after That's that? That's it. Then we talk about other stuff. Uh. Like bicycles and cars. Cars. Yeah. Okay. Boring. Okay. <laughs> boys. <laughs> boys. Boys. Okay. Um, next set of questions okay. posed to us by our producer. What is your love language? Ah, Okay. I, I can I should I say what okay, I think yeah. your love language all is? Right, right. I think his love language would be touch and time spent. Quality time spent. That, <laughs> no. <laughs> really he's not. <laughs> That's wrong. Touch, not touch? Yeah, yeah, okay. So touch is top two. Oh, okay, okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. What are what are the five again? Touch. So, words of affirmation. Uh, okay, okay. Uh physical touch, quality time spent, acts of service. Yeah. And Gifting, gifts, gifting, gifting. Gifts, okay. Gifts, okay. Okay, wait, I changed my mind. You are touch and words of affirmation. Correct. Okay. Wait, what's mine? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is um same. Yeah, I would say largely the same. But I also like to give you stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I like to give you like mixed stuff and like write cards and stuff like that. Uh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Small cards, surprises, little notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's really nice. Okay, cute. Because hmm. sometimes my note can be like an essay and his is like five lines, but it's okay you're working on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember think... the note I put in your shoe? Yes, he put a note in my shoe. I, I completely missed it. Yes. Is it because we're soulmates? <laughs> Sorry. 
Okay. okay. Has your love language changed from when you were younger or has it been roughly the same? Pretty much the same. I've okay. never been someone that likes to give a lot and stuff. I, I think words of affirmation is quite important to, is. To, to share your feelings. Yeah. And physical touch is important just being close, you know. To hug someone, it can replace a lot of words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A simple hug. It's, it's very more therapeutic. Than enough. Yeah. I would say very more therapeutic. And there's that emoji hug as well. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. What is your apology language? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Apology language, though. Okay. So, apology language. Here are the few ones we can choose from. Okay. Expressing regret. Yeah. Accepting responsibility. Making restitution. Mm. Genuinely repent. And requesting forgiveness. It's a lot of words there. Yeah, wow. I think definitely it would be... Uh, Accepting responsibility. Yeah, and, and, and genuine genuinely repent. Genuinely repent, yeah. So basically, taking corrective steps to ensure that whatever had made your partner upset Angry, yeah. doesn't uh, happen again. Or if it does, you know, understand why and try to course correct. Yeah, I think um, I totally agree because when something happens between us, like when we argue over like laundry or dishes and stuff like that, he is very like serious and to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, know, just, uh, you know, just to give you an example, like when I mess up, for example, mm, mm. Uh, when I don't do the dishes like, I don't know, in time or like as quickly as you expect. No, I never oh, ask. Never you to do this. <laughs> oh, that is your perception, oh, it's my perception, which we'll talk through later. Are you sure it's my perception? Because yes. I feel like you stand there and you're like, "What are these dishes doing in the sink?" No, I don't. I don't mean for you to do it immediately. That's my communication, which is misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Before it gets too heated, and I have my own things to say about the dishes, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> what is it like? And this one I don't have to answer. Okay. okay but okay. I guess I can answer on the flip side. What is it like dating? A millennial. Uh, okay, so first of all, I think Sonia is not a typical millennial. She's actually, I, I find her very mature for her young age. Thank you. But, you know, I, I guess one, one of the things about dating a millennial is the use or excessive use of social media. I think one would have to be comfortable with that. So I'm, I'm someone older. Yeah. We thought Facebook was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook was cool yeah. at, at, at some point. Yeah. So was Friendster yeah, before correct. it died a natural death. <laughs> correct. So I, I think that's uh, one thing that got to get used to. Yeah. But because you are, I find you so mature, mm. our communication is actually pretty frictionless. Oh. But I, I like it because you, you inject that youth vitality and, you know, a different aspect and way of looking at things. Mm. And I like how we share that. Yeah. Uh, and we, we communicate that, but also through like even sharing taste and like. Right? like yeah. We've been doing the 80s movie nights. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, so I am, yeah, we've been exchanging movie recommendations. He's been making me watch 80s movies. Classic hits like, like Top Gun. Back to the Future, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff, which yeah. I've, n I've not watched before. But thanks, they're really great movies. So, yeah. dating millennial, um, I think she's very open to learning about older people. <laughs> you're not that old. <laughs> you're not that old. We just have a bit of a gap, but you're not that yeah, old. Yeah, but I don't feel that gap. Me neither, I, yeah. And I think uh, because our communication styles are quite similar, yeah. five love languages are quite similar, Yes. it reduces that gap. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I guess when it comes to me being on social media a lot, I don't deny it. Was it a bit strange for you coming into a relationship and like 
you know, a big part of my job is to be on social media. Yeah, yeah, of course. It does take a bit of getting used to. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. I see that you're great at your work. I truly uh, respect what you've achieved today. Um, I think you're fantastic at what you do, you know, in your element. Oh. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I will always be supportive. Okay, so is there a drastic difference between, I, I would say, like a millennial's point of view versus like somebody closer to your age, mm, for mm. example? Like you've dated other other girls closer to your age too. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, for girls that are closer to my age, there is a degree of practicality. Yeah. Um, given that they're generally a bit older. Yeah. They may find the use of social media less relevant yeah. uh, for where they are at their time of their lives. Um, so they're generally a, a bit more realistic or I guess more concerned about, maybe less so about the persona they represent. What they, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I guess what their image is on Correct. social media. Correct. But then again, it's uh, that generational gap, that age gap is because most of these women, uh, they have their own families. Yeah, true, true. Or for those who are single, uh, are looking and they really want to settle down yeah. real quick. So different point in time, Yeah. different priorities. Different phase of life. Different phase of life. Okay, yeah. got you. Yeah. So now we're going to break things down a little bit, you know, based on all the questions that we answered to, true, false, all the other questions that we did earlier on. So I like that you brought up this point earlier on that I want to emphasize on. You said that guys or men rather, sometimes they might be expected to not seem emotional or not not appear to ask for help yeah. because it may not seem like manly enough due to all the societal expectations. Mm. So do you think it is largely due to societal perceptions that you also as a result have you know, have grown up thinking like I must, you know, maintain this certain image. I shouldn't ask for help when I feel emotional and stuff like that. Mm. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think there's there is uh, that that influence or that expectation. Yeah. I mean, the the phrase "man of the house" already says it all, right? Yeah. That phrase implies that the man is in charge and has the responsibility yeah. of looking after everything to to sort everything out. But then, as we as we progress in time, you know, now in my personal take is that uh, that may not necessarily have to be true mm. uh, because I think women are so capable. I mean many uh, are working moms and they are more than capable of being you know in in charge and so this responsibility of being in charge i feel should be shared mm. right so the the couple may have certain specific roles to play uh, but i feel like there is no need to place all that emphasis on the man and giving him that pressure. Mm. I think that's a very like old-fashioned yeah. way of thinking. Yeah. I think it does give some ad added pressure. Yeah. And so sometimes when a man is not able to deal with certain things, mm. for example, loans, losing his job, day-to-day -day stuff, yeah, uh, losing his job, and then having to look after the house, dealing mm. with kids, then you know it, it kind of stresses him out. Yeah. Uh, and that burden, I'm saying, it, I think it should be shared. Mm. I don't disagree with that. I mean, flashback to your little cameo on our first episode when you were asked um, oh, yeah. if you would date a woman that earns more than you. Right. You know, and you said, "When can I quit my job?" And obviously, <laughs> you're very, you know, you think very differently. I mean, you know, compared to I would say, people who are a little bit more like set in their ways, perhaps, mm. or more old-fashioned when it comes to thinking. So mm -hmm. it's quite refreshing to hear that too. And by the way, it's totally okay if you ever need to cry because mm. I don't think I've ever seen him cry. I've never seen you 
cry cry mm. like you've seen me cry like a million times over the smallest things like watching Love Island I cry yeah yeah. and he just doesn't get that he doesn't understand but actually <laughs> what, you, what you don't know is that yeah. I'm actually very emotional and I actually do cry even when I watch movies just that you don't know what? <laughs> which movie do you cry at? I don't know I, no, tell movies. me it wasn't like Mean Girls or something no, right because no, we no. watched it and he fell asleep halfway <laughs> not Mean Girls okay what? like touching shows I, okay. I, I can't think of anything you right can't, now okay yeah. touching shows wow I need to, I need to find yeah. out I never knew that I mean, I cried, I cried a lot of things, so I have to be more aware next time when we watch stuff together. Because, okay. uh, you know, I, I, would, I would pay to see that happen, and I want to know which movie that is. Okay, so um, we're going to move on to the report and rapport style. Okay. Because we were saying early on, and you agree, that the way that men communicate, you're like a reporter, right? You're just like, yep. yeah, yes, no, maybe, to da-da-da, the point. Da-da-da. Yeah. Ask you, give me an answer right now. And sometimes we argue because of this as well. So tell me more about, I guess I don't know if you can speak for you and your buddies on behalf of like all the guys in the world. But you said you strongly agree that men speak like this. So why? Why is it that, you know, we're not the same when it comes to this mode of communication? I don't know. I think, not sure whether it's uh, programming. Yeah. um, But we just get kind of like straight to the point. Yeah. And it's not just for me. And and if you think I I am uh, quite short and sharp, cut. cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think he's 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 very. I good. have friends who are even less worthy than me. So do are they the type that will write like the letter K full stop? Yes. I hate that. By the way, that pisses the hell out of me. But you see, that's the thing. So, sometimes <laughs> the the K may be like K, versus no the way it reads. What like, I think is like K. K. Yeah, that's right? what I think. Yeah, you're like K. So you think it's like, like, okay, 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 okay. okay. But do you think that your mode of communication matches mine? Because you said that I'm more wordy, I'm more emotional, I'm more, I don't know, I beat around the bush sometimes. So maybe on text, I could be a little bit more aware uh, that you think I I can be quite direct and curt. So sometimes I soften it with emojis. Or uh, uh, a GIF. A, yeah, yeah, a GIF. Yeah. GIF breaks the ice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. Right? Some cute dog, cat. Yeah. <laughs> Works all the time, guys. I think he saves that just for me, by the way. I don't know prior to this whether he ever used any of seals, these seals, silly things. <laughs> right? yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I try to be aware of that. But sometimes when I'm rushing, yeah. like, like, come on, man, like, I need your reply. Yeah. And I don't uh, reply. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, I get to be quite quick, sharp. Then this is where I would say what I like about us is that we call each other if mm. it's really urgent. Yes, yes. So I, I know that there are some people who hate phone calls. Um, They find it abrasive. They find it confrontational. Whenever you receive a phone call, it's like, what, what did I do wrong? Yes. Like, why is someone confronting me? I read in a book that's a millennial thing. No, yes. no, 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 yes. no. Really? Last time during my teenage years, I would be on the phone talking late into the night. You mean the one like this no Hello? that's a handphone oh, my phone is wired no it's not okay it's not on the wall no it's, it's wired down phone. below yeah. okay okay so we would speak into the night yeah uh, but now you guys just text uh-huh and I read that it's a millennial thing. But we do call each other. Yes, I mean, we, we call each other yeah. when, when, when it's urgent. Yes. And yeah. I like that you know, sometimes when you drive, long drive, yeah. you call me and we chat. Yeah. Catch up on each other's day. Yeah, uh, it's mostly me ranting about my day. It's a long drive, so long happy drive. to entertain yeah. her. You know, I would say that, you know, sometimes when we travel, when we used to travel... Mm. 
or work and even you know maybe when we are very busy in the day and stuff we'll end the day by calling each other yeah right agree because yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what we used to do when we used to travel a lot yeah. so we try to communicate with each other at the end of the day despite the time difference maybe Correct. that we might have yeah. had yeah. That's what I like about him, actually. I think being with you has kind of trained me to utilize phone calls a little bit more <laughs> as well, which I personally like because obviously I'm a very vocal person. I like to, you know, say it as it is and vocalize my feelings as well mm. versus text, which can be misconstrued a lot. Yes, correct. Yeah. Easily. Sometimes. Easily misconstrued, yeah. yeah. But have any of your, say, ex-girlfriends or other people around you ever given you feedback that your text messages can be quite scary? <laughs> or nobody has ever said that? Uh, actually, come to think of it, no one has really said that. Oh, wow. But I think... Maybe they're just scared to tell you because you're the boss. <laughs> my team my team would have something to say about that. Let's call them for the next episode. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can be quite direct. Yes. Uh, and I admit that. So, no no offence. Yeah, no hard feelings, guys. Like, he's actually a very fun-loving, goofy kind of guy. It just takes, uh, you know, I guess, a little bit of getting to know him. I can more. be quite serious. Yes, you can be quite serious. Yeah. I know every day, working from home, I hear him going like, Jeremy Song, yes. Blah. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know what he's saying. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> he's like, talking about numbers and like, Thailand. Yes. China. <laughs> <laughs> is that completely not what you do? That's what I do. That's, that's what, what I do. he sees. Okay. See, that's what he does. Yeah, true, and it's true. pretty accurate. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> and once in a while, I hear like a loud like... <laughs> <laughs> and then when I do my live streams outside, he says... When she does her live stream, I'm in the room, <laughs> aircon's on, doors are all closed, I'm like... Hey there, Sonny Tune 97FM! I am totally not like that. It's like, wow, dude. I, I walk out, I'm like, is oh. there someone in, in the house? Is there someone in the room? Why are you speaking so loudly? I am literally crying. I'm Just... so happy to be doing this school invasion. Oh my god. Like, wow, keep down the sound. <laughs> Like, you know, ruining my eye makeup. Okay, so <laughs> aside from that, mm. has there been a time where we had, you know, let's say a small tiff that sort of escalated to a really big argument that you can remember off the top of your head? It can be yeah. anything like, yeah. you know, something small that something happened small. that sparked it up. Uh, and how did we resolve it, if you remember? We don't really argue that much. We don't. We actually um, don't. Yeah. But I, I do remember one time oh, no. when you, you we were talking and then we were talking it's about something. Laundry, no, cooking. No, we were talking about something and then you were like, you're angry, is it? And then I'm like, no, I'm not angry. Then she's like, no, 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 I think you're angry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not angry, man. <laughs> and the more she says I'm angry, angry, the more angry I get. I'm like, I'm not angry. Why, why do you say I'm angry? <laughs> The dumbest argument ever. See, you're angry. I'm like, what? Okay, like that, first of all. Okay. Mediacorp, if you have a cameo opportunity, yeah. he's down. <laughs> no, but I, I remember that argument, yeah, yeah. actually, because Correct. it was really a nothing... Nothing I, argument. I actually don't even remember the, the reason why I thought you were angry. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I don't 
Rick, I don't remember it at all. So it is a perfect example of an argument about nothing, but really <laughs> that became something. Yeah, really about communication. So I, if I remember correctly, that argument did not end well in the initial yeah. phase. It ended with some someone leaving the situation yeah. and closing cool the door down, yeah. to cool down. I think it was you. Yes. You probably left to cool down yeah. while I was just simmering in it. In the probably lifted up my phone and texted my friends like, "You won't believe what just happened." <laughs> How did we resolve it in the <clears throat> end? Did we just step out and decide like, hey, so, you know, we cooled down already, let's <clears throat> talk about it. Yeah. It was nothing. So obviously in a, in a situation like that when things uh, escalate, irrelevant stuff get brought into the, into the argument. The argument digresses onto something else and yes. the focal point shifts, yeah. which is not about the actual issue at hand. Yes. And so sometimes I think we recognize that after cooling down. Yeah. I think having some headspace helps. Yeah. And then coming back to actually Apologize talk about it. So, and, yeah. so having time out, I feel is important. True. But having time in is also equally important to then kind of walk through what actually is the issue and then uh, talk calmly about it. Yeah, I think he's got many, you know, great points about this. And I feel like I've learned a lot as well in the few years that we've been together. I think I've matured a little bit too because possibly when we first started going out, I don't know, whenever we had an argument, I might be very hot-headed. But he's just like, you know, let's just take some space. Like, you don't want to say things that you regret, like in an argument and stuff. And I think I've learned that from you as well mm. to really just, you know, calm down a little bit and then firstly apologize because in every argument, I feel we both might have said hurtful things things or mm. we both might be in the wrong to some extent and the fact that I know that you get very irritated when I ask you like are you mad like are you angry when you're <laughs> actually not so he also explained to me that it could be me projecting my unhappiness onto him when I ask him are you unhappy mm. like because I'm actually the one that is upset with the situation yeah. or how the situation panned out yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually this this point is uh, is true so it's been studied um, about this yeah. uh, ego projection yeah so something for the audience to, to read up about. on. Yeah, it's yeah. actually uh, quite relevant. Yeah. But what I'd say also to give you um, credit, because, you know, you have to give credit when it's due. You actually make an effort to communicate in my language a little bit more as well. I'm not just talking about the emojis and the gifs and all mm -hmm. that. But, you know, sometimes when we decide like, hey, maybe we need a date night or something. It's, I, I, I would say the way that we communicate is quite similar now. It's not just like so cold and straight to the point like, hey, date night ah, Okay lah, where you want to go. Mm. It's not like that. He actually makes the effort to plan the place to book the restaurant and, and also plan maybe like a little day out or like if we do have the rare weekend, mm. the rare free weekend together. <laughs> I, I, this this hardly happens, okay? Like yeah. either he's busy or I'm busy <clears throat> with work and we never ever get one free day. You know, to give him credit, he does plan these dates and he will communicate that to me on text. He'll say, hey baby, you know, it's been a while since we've done this. I've planned this, this, this and that. Let's go do it. And because you're so organized and practical, Capricorn, through and through he states it out sometimes in point form like we're going to do this first we're going to do this <laughs> then we're going to end with the restaurant here the end what do you feel about this how do you feel about this babe like, I'm like okay this is great I can just relax and go along with your plan yeah, a so bit of a work hazard uh, occupational I, hazard but I do appreciate that because I can be so all over the place. I can be like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. But you sort of like, okay, we're going to do this for a date. So I appreciate that you have um, evolved. I appreciate you appreciating. Are you angry? <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Okay. So in terms of arguments, obviously, we addressed this earlier on that men can be very uncommunicative mm-hmm. as well. Has any of your have any of your friends or buddies ever confided in you a similar situation, or do you feel like it's very personality driven? I, I think among guys there is some advice shared yeah. and advice sought, um, mm. but it's actually not very often. Mm. At least for me and my group of of, yeah. of guy friends, I I don't know about the audience or, or or millennial men. Yeah, yeah. We tackle very key things. Mm. Other than that, we we don't really talk about our feelings yeah. or, or or like matters of the heart. So how long do you think we took to sort of find this balance in our relationship? Or is it still work in progress? Between us? Yeah. Our, our balance? Communication balance, I would Well, say. I think at the get-go, we were already kind of like 80% there. Okay, okay. So the rest is all fine-tuning. Yeah. Um, and for me, it has been actually easy. Mm, that's great. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, when we talk to our friends and stuff, they also have their own communication problems with yeah, their partners. Yeah. And this episode could go on forever as well. Yeah. So kind of to wrap things up, in your own words, why do you think the communication difference between men and women exists? Exist. Is it yin and yang? Is it a good balance? Mm-hmm. What, what do you think, in your opinion? Okay, I don't know. This is my, my personal opinion. Yes. Um, <laughs> Our personal view. Personal view is that I think physiologically, there is a, there's a slightly different construct in terms of the, the hormones and chemicals in yeah. our brain. Mm-hmm which predisposes women to a bit more of an emotional reaction. Right. That's number one. It may not be for all women, by the way. Yeah. yeah that, it doesn't represent all. Generalizing. Yeah. So that's nature. Yeah. Nurture, in terms of the environment, the way that we are brought up, the way that we are fed information from advertisements to, to school, to education, shapes a certain expectation on women mm. and on men. Just yeah. like when I talk about that phrase, a man of the house. Yeah. Certain predisposed social norms are then force-fed mm. onto the men and women. And therefore, the nurture creates an expectation that you're supposed to behave a certain way. Yeah. Which then results in us uh, having these uh, nuances in communication style. Yeah. So that's my, my personal perception, nature and nurture. Yeah, but I, I think that um, it you can strike a balance, right? I mean, it does create some sort of balance between the two. No, I, I think the the difference will inherently be there. Yeah. Um, it's just that finding that bridge. Mm. And even this bridge in terms of communication is not just between genders, but also across age gaps. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. So finding that bridge, the ability and the platform for which you can come and have an exchange of ideas in a rational, neutral fashion, that is essentially communication. I agree. And across, you know, many different diverse couples as well, I think that it's so important to treat it as a learning journey between the two of you, like in a relationship. Mm. We are still constantly learning about our communication differences and how we make it better as mm. well. Um, I think, you know, it's always good to check in on yourself too, like talk about these things, see a counsellor if you think that perhaps, you know, the, the breakdown is really there and you can't solve it between the two of you. I think there's nothing wrong with also seeking for a professional help or like a third person point of view. Sometimes that really gives you yep. a fresh perspective as well. A neutral third party mm. environment yeah. to kind of like uh, de-escalate yeah. uh, certain situations. And also a best friend of mine uh, recommended communication style of writing. Let's say if there's an argument, yeah. um, he recommended writing all your thoughts down. Don't send that email letter immediately. <laughs> Come back and read it maybe a day later. Mm. 
amend certain things, I'm sure there will be things to amend and then send it. So it gives the reader the chance to digest all the feelings at one go. Yeah. Because if that was communicated live, yeah. the person might interject. So I, I thought that was quite an interesting idea. I agree. I mean, he totally answered my next question, which was, you know, if you had any advice for couples who have communication issues, which I think you can read my mind. Um, we did this before when we wrote down yeah. um, what I like about you and what I really can't stand about yeah. you. I think we did this quite yeah. uh, two years ago, was it? When we had, a, we had some sort of an argument as well. And it really helped. Yeah. Because, you know, it was point blank, black and white, in your face, what I love and what I don't love so much about you. And then we fixed it from there. Mm. I think it's safe to say that we addressed 90% or yeah, 80% yeah. to 90% of it. Yeah. I'm yeah. still a little bit of a messier person compared to him, but aside from that, yeah. I think that gives the ability mm. to see each other's point of view. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what's important. Okay, so safe to say, um, you know, communication issues exist not just in romantic relationships, but also interpersonal relationships as well. And, you know, we're only unpacking and dissecting one segment of communication today. I mm. wish we really had more time because I think there's so many subcategories of this topic that we can go into. But just to wrap things up, I would say, um, any last words that you want to leave, you know, for our listeners, for our audience, based on our discussion today? Uh, no, I think communication is the, the most important form of um, how people exchange ideas, right? Mm. And I think in communicating with a partner or, or a relative or a colleague, sometimes it's quite important to be to be conscious and aware. And I, I felt that it was helpful when, mm. when you told me um, how I may appear to be. And so so then that gave me some, some feedback and, and ability to adjust. Yeah. And if you hadn't told me that, I wouldn't know. Yeah. So I think it's always it's quite helpful to always ask for some uh, feedback so that we can, um, you know, always improve. Yeah. Maybe uh, don't ask how whether you're angry though. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only question I will stay away from. Right. <laughs> okay. So do you think that, you know, um, in this process of doing the podcast together, it's the first time, by the way, that we're doing and filming a podcast together. Yeah. Do you think that we have gotten to know each other a little bit more from this podcast experience as well? Um. I would say that I mean none of this is was was rehearsed. Was scripted, yeah. yeah none of so it was. I I'm pretty much spot on in what I expected you to <laughs> yeah. answer, yeah. which implies I know you know relatively yeah. well, which is good. Yeah. But I think like anything, uh, it's always a work in progress. Yes. I think we've got a good way of communicating, um, and obviously always happy to see how we can improve, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice way to wrap things up, actually. So thank you so much for being my guest today. Um, I'm not sure whether you ever want to be my guest again after this. I'm not entirely sure, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Men Explain. Now, if you like this episode, please follow us. We're available on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, on Instagram and Facebook, that's itsclarity.co. For more content like this, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>